0: Darkcast Network, out of the shadows of the best of
1: indie podcasts. Welcome to the J Squared Horror Podcast, where two lifelong horror fans talk all things horror. Pour yourself your favorite drink and hang out. Here are your hosts,
0: Josh and Jake.
1: Hey guys, welcome to the J Squared Horror Podcast, I'm Josh <laughs> And I'm Jake And on today's exciting episode, what are we going to be discussing this week? We are
0: discussing 1988's Night of the Demons, corrected by Kevin Tenney I don't know,
1: I saw it when I put it on last night and I was like, good luck Jake, because that's <laughs> your
0: job Sounds right <laughs>
1: Yes, this is another fan-requested episode from our longtime fan, Courtney. So thank you, Courtney, for requesting an episode this week. We appreciate you so very much. Um, but before we get into this episode, what would we like to let anyone new to the J Squared Horror Podcast know?
0: As always, like and subscribe. On YouTube. Pretty, 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 please. Also, find us on Spotify. We're on there. We're on Apple. We are. And we're still on Google.
1: Not for long. I got an email the other day.
0: Did you really? Mm-hmm. All right. Also, but for, forever, <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> yes. J Square Horror Podcast. Link tree in the bio. New episodes every Thursday.
1: Every Thursday, two lifelong horror fans decide to get together and do the most original horror podcast out there. The reason we consider ourselves the most original horror podcast out there is because we are not information-based at all. We are purely communication-based. Meaning, do you like talking with your friends after a horror movie? Yes. Do you like arguing with people in public about different horror movies? Yes. If that's the case, then you will love our podcast because that is all we do here. We give you a little synopsis or kind of walk through the movie depending on how the movie is, how long it's been since it's come out. And we talk all things about the movie, including ourselves, our lives, our friends, our families, everything like that, into our podcast. But what we also do is fan-requested episodes like this one. We also do live and in person. You can be on the podcast if you go to www.jsquaredhorrorpodcast.com. You can request to put an episode out like uh this one (laughs) just like this one. or you can request to be on the episode live and in person like cii jones like ross goodman you guys can join the j squared horror podcast in the studio for an episode uh what i'd also like to mention is we are a part of the dark cast network i know it's pretty awesome that we're a part of that podcasting network if you like Dark, independent, strange, crazy, true crime, horror. You're going to love the Dark Cast Network. They have been supporting us for quite some time now, so we would like our fans to go out and support them. We release episodes every Thursday. They have content creators putting out content all week long. So if you want to, go check out the Darkcast Network. You can find them by looking at Darkcast Network on Google. You can find them through our page, I'm pretty sure. But just go support those guys because they've been awesome to us. They are super great. So please, please, please go support the Dark Cash Network because they've been supporting us. Now, Night of the Demons is a 1988 classic horror
0: movie. I guess because of its age, it's classic in that in that capacity. So I feel like <laughs> you only put the word "classic" if it's legitimately
1: like, a classic, good movie. Okay, okay. So it's a nineteen eighties
0: horror movie. <laughs> right? Not a fan?
1: I'm not saying I'm not a fan. I just off of your definition of where you should say classic horror, I don't give this one that nod. Okay. Personally. How about you?
0: Is this in your classic horror from the eighties pile? So I feel like the eighties to like any decade, there's different portions of it. Yeah. So you got Early 80s, obviously. Mid-80s, late 80s. I would consider this the late 80s. Well, 88, yeah. Horror classic, I would.
1: Oh, you're going to consider it a classic. I would, yeah. How many times have you watched this movie? Twice. Okay. First time being?
0: Um, I'm, I'm, I'm 33 <laughs> now. Mm-hmm. You are, old man. Maybe 15, 17 years ago. Okay.
1: And you watch it the second time because we're doing an episode on it. That is correct. And throughout the history of the JS Red Horror Podcast, we oh all know that movies oh that you boy. enjoy, you watch regularly throughout the year, multiple times. Sometimes a year, or just sometimes like once a year. Like if it's a, if it's a top tier movie for you, a classic, if you will, you are known to watch these movies multiple times during the year. Now, being that this is a movie that you consider a classic, which means you consider it up there, you've only seen it twice, once. Fifteen to sixteen years ago. Okay. And this time only because we're covering it on the podcast. So your next question may be,
0: would I watch it again?
1: We'll get there. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna ruin that for the fans quite yet. Because right. we gotta kinda get into the meat of the movie. All right. In my opinion, this movie is fine. It's not something you're gonna like rant and rave about. Like personally for me, demons, I will rant and rave about.
0: Demons is a superior movie. Okay,
1: so I feel like they're comparable. Do you know off the top of your head when Demons came out?
0: They're both classics.
1: Do you know when Demons came out? What year? I would
0: think mid eighties.
1: I would. I mean, probably. Let's just.
0: I'm just gonna check real quick. I'm gonna say eighty five. Like right in the middle.
1: I didn't even type it out right. Demons movie, isn't it just called Demons? Yeah. 1985. So right in the middle. Oh, yeah. Right in the middle. Right, look at that. So this one came out three years prior to Night of the Demons. And they're not comparable at all other than the fact that they are 80s horror movies. Meaning the way it's shot. the sound. I got to say, though, just real quickly, the soundtrack of this movie is fucking dope. It, it gave me the same vibe. Gave me the same vibe. Also gives me, like, Jason Takes Manhattan because of like the super 80s oh,
0: fucking horror classic. Yeah,
1: no, that the music is great. Um, but I did enjoy the 80s music dive right out the gate. And the the intros, the the title or whatever that shit's called where like the names are scrolling past was entirely too long. It was like <laughs> clip art after clip art song and I'm just like, "Dude, can we get past this so I can get in the movie?" Movie's
0: not long. It gives you the Halloween vibe though. It does. Halloween the season, not the movie, obviously. Yeah,
1: Halloween the season because this is another happens on Halloween night movie which I was excited about when I found that out of which course. you know right out the gate yeah. when the when that fucking title card finally clears that that's what's going on in this movie. Now before we get into the movie also I just want to say this is how would you watch it? I watched it with AMC Plus I do believe. So it was I, included in one of my additional subscriptions.
0: Same thing. Okay.
1: So uh if you guys want to watch it if you don't have AMC Plus might be a couple bucks if not it's free. Um
0: Sorry, no YouTube for you this time, guys. Yeah,
1: sorry. Uh, but F- or a freebie. if you don't want the us to ruin this 1988 classic, as Jake calls it, uh, please pause us. Go enjoy this like hour and a half movie, hour and 30-something minutes.
0: You also said classic at first, though.
1: I did. Um, so and that, then you so gave what, me as, the definition as, as, as of we what say. you thought a classic was, and I rem- <laughs> immediately retracted <laughs> my statement. Uh, no. This ain't it. <laughs> Go watch it, because I feel like contextually for this episode, you'll be able to get a little bit more out of it than if you just watch listen to us. But also, as we know, fans of the J podcast like listening to us first and then going to check it out based on our rankings or our ratings of it and our uh, walkthrough and our talks about it. So for new fans, buckle in because we're about to get into it. Um All right, here we go. Here we go. Old guy at the beginning. Okay. Right? Why? Why Why is he a character? Is this something that I don't understand because I wasn't around in the 80s?
0: So I feel like... So, Truthfully? He, he reminded me of, and probably wasn't at all what they were going for, but he just reminded me of... Um, Mr. Wilson from Dennis to Menace. Oh yeah, just, just his character vibe. Yeah, yeah. And,
1: just hatred of kids. Yeah, and hatred
0: yeah. of and they were they would get him a hard time at first.
1: Well, they prank him right out of the gate. That's the like yeah. opening
0: scene of this movie. He's Like this Sal. He's Wasn't that Sal
1: with the rat? Yeah, hung it over, hung it over his head, made yeah, yeah. him drop his groceries. Yeah. I'd be pissed though. So that's the other thing. It's funny to watch as a as a now in his thirties, you know thinking of some little punk ass kid scaring me with my paper bag of groceries and me dropping all my groceries on the ground. Also, why not
0: just shoot plastic bags?
1: Well, I don't know. It's the 80s, man.
0: You have a preference?
1: No. Paper or plastic? Well, no. I do have a preference. Plastic because the paper bags last about two and a half seconds. Yeah, they're bullshit. And also, they fill them entirely too much. Way too much. Because they're way too tall. Yeah. And then, like, cashiers don't know, like, etiquette. Have you ever seen someone trying to double up a
0: a paper bag? i had to do it when i worked at a fucking grocery store dude stuff it in there people
1: are like can we can can i get paper i'm like yeah of course can you double bag these no the fuck i can't
0: you want plastic instead
1: can you just double bag it yourself while i'm ringing up your order also like i have a certain etiquette at grocery stores i put my stuff in order of how i want it bagged so it'll be like you know vegetables boxed items canned items I cold d- items, meat items, and then to, like my to, soaps or my yeah. whatever. I try to, or- and then they just do whatever the fuck As they I'm want. I'm
0: pulling it out the cart, I'm like, Ooh. I'm grouping it how I want it back. <laughs>
1: they never do that. They never do.
0: They just scan, scan, stuff, stuff, stuff. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's
1: like they're supposed to have blue bags for cold shit. I got my fucking cereal boxes in there. I'm like, what the fuck?
0: So Food Lion, they tend to ask for your milk. Yeah. You want it in a bag? Yes. yes. You say yes or no? Every time. Okay. Because I hate the condensation
1: that milk bottles
0: get. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just
1: don't like it. Uh, okay. And also, when I'm doing my bag grab, because I'm a one trip guy, I'm a one tripper. Me too. So, if you have that, if you have the handle, it doesn't work with my scooping technique that I use to get all my groceries in.
0: When I was a kid and we would get groceries <laughs> out of the car, Yeah. I would always do everything I can to make it one trip. I still do to this day. I'd put it on my arms. Oh, yeah, you got rings, like it's cutting off the circulation and yeah. shit. Yeah. But you got to make it up there. You have to. Once I come back in here, I'm done.
1: Unless there's like a twenty four pack of waters that you have to come back for, or like one of the massive ass toilet paper bags uh, yeah. or like things, you're yeah. good. But so he gets he get <laughs> he gets spooked and then that's you know, that's a character that you find out later on in the movie. Um but the one thing I will say is I wasn't around in the eighties, so yeah. I can't speak on behalf of the eighties, but I felt like this was very accurate of the style of people that were around in the 80s. Like the old man that's grumpy about younger folks. You know, that guy would have probably been born in, like, the fucking 30s or some shit. You know what I mean? So like, probably, yeah. Then the brother, like, asshole brother. Yeah. Doesn't want to But also make some very weird comments about her boobs. Uh, being a little brother. Yeah. I am a
0: little brother. And so... I do think that was very interesting, but that's me looking at it as, like, right now. Yeah,
1: that's what I'm saying. So, I think it was very accurate
0: of what the times
1: were like then, which is cool because it kind of takes you out of 2024 and puts you in the 80s so you don't come at this movie as, like, maybe aggressively if you will you know, like, or as why judgmental
0: is your, why is your brother a fucking creep
1: yeah why is he hiding in your closet until you take your clothes off yeah and then yeah. commenting immediately on your breasts yeah like, that's fucking weird i can guarantee you i've never done that in my 32 years of life so maybe it's a good yeah, thing right. i wasn't born yeah. in the 80s so i yeah. was or born in the 60s so i wasn't a weird kid in the 80s or whatever yeah, you'd be talking about your sister's hits all the time no that's weird dude he, <laughs> he makes multiple comments on it throughout the movie uh throughout his little portion of the movie. Uh, but it also does the whole, it starts to paint the picture of, like, what these characters are. And we, we always talk about it on the podcast, redeemable characters, characters we liked, or, you know, how the characters are painted, obviously, being that it's a movie. You want to pick up on that so you can enjoy who dies, who doesn't die, who survives, who dies, blah, blah, blah. But I feel like the the what they're painting as the final girl immediately out the gate, I'm already out. Like, I clocked out as soon as I met her.
0: Dude, literally all those characters suck.
1: No, that's not true. Sal was the most redeemable character, considering how he started versus how he ended. So, like, it's so ironic that, like, the douchiest douchebag Italian guy ends up being my most redeemable character based on actions and what happens to him. And I'm like, damn, dude. Like, I'm excited to talk about it during the podcast, but at the same time, it's like he's a shitty character. Like, if you you watch the first 20 minutes of this movie, you think I'm a fucking bigot, like, out the gate because, like, you haven't seen what he does at the end. So it's like he, he his arc is actually the best because there's a point that I wanted to make once we got into it, but we don't walk through movies anyway, so I'm going to go ahead and get the fuck into it. Get to it. Is that the one thing about this movie that, like, it's weird because, like, I like it in a certain capacity, but I think I dislike it more is the I like a little bit of reality and enough fiction to make it scary I guess that's what I look for in horror movies especially in the 80's because you have such or so much to go off of and compare to so like Nightmare on Elm Street the fact that Freddy Krueger kills you in your sleep is like really fucking far fetched but the, the way they present it and do it is very well done whereas this movie you immediately get this oh I've heard the, the one guy that's dressed as a nurse has all this information on this land where they go to, to have this Halloween party and i just don't get it i don't get how the gate disappears how it's like impossible to escape like those are things that you can't logically explain to me so like for those for that shit it like really took me out of the movie cuz most horror movies and like i said even nightmare on elm street being that like you're in a dream world so like because you're asleep you have the disadvantage of not being able to survive but in this one they're like well awake and this shit is still happening to where it's, like, impossible. Like, you're creating impossibilities, and so it's not scary to me anymore because it's like, okay, no one can survive yeah, It's this. too unrealistic. It's it's very unrealistic, and that really takes, I got, I found out with this one, it really takes me out of it.
0: So my understanding of the movie is, so it's not, so I guess it's a funeral parlor, right?
1: Yeah, it's some type of morgue, mortuary type, yeah. type vibe,
0: funeral home. That so, was closed down
1: for years because a family died or people died there. Yeah,
0: so but also the, has history. The funeral home itself, yeah, is what is possessed, according to Angela. Yeah, is Angela. Yeah. So it's not like it's ghosts inside or anything, or like it's yeah. Ha- it's not haunted because they make that it's possessed.
1: Yeah, they make that such a prevalent point. During the party aspect of this movie, which so, is like kind yeah. of painting the picture of the rest of the movie, yes.
0: So to that, that makes me more able to understand or comprehend or allow shit like being far-fetched.
1: Because the house is, poss- like yeah. the land is possessed. Exactly.
0: And, yeah. when, and when people are possessed, they do shit. They do wild shit. Exactly. Yeah. The same. If the house is possessed it can do fucking anything.
1: So how do you feel Amityville compares to something like this? Cuz I feel like that house was possessed because or Poltergeist for instance. Those are both home possessed yeah. movies, which is immediately what would pop into my head being that we are horror connoisseurs and horror podcasters and horror fans.
0: So I Both of those are escapable. I enjoyed Poltergeist. Yeah. I mean, we covered it because yeah. we're
1: back in the analogs of J squared.
0: So I'm okay with the concept of the land. So I guess then the land was possessed, or the, not, the, not not possessed, but it. it was just an Indian burial ground, yeah. which on top of a cemetery, whatever, it, yeah, which, which made, made it yeah, a which, possessed land. Yeah, but yeah. the house itself didn't do anything crazy. No, it was just what's under underneath the house. But it also makes it damn crazy to get out of.
1: I'm not I'm not against it being crazy to get out of. Yeah. I just don't like impossibilities. And this movie painted that as damn near impossible until the, you know,
0: almost at yeah, the end Yeah, because it makes it appear that no matter what happens, no one's going to live. Yeah. No one's going to get out. It takes me out of it. So it in that in <laughs> that way, it will take you out of yeah. it. Yeah. You, you see, there's no real <laughs> end besides death.
1: Yeah, and even though that's not what you get at the end of this movie, I don't really care. Because I've already clocked out. So even though it...
0: Painted that picture in your eyes But you got a different result It doesn't matter uh,
1: Because you still have to get through that third of that movie You know what I mean Like you still have to get The one thing that I like And the one thing that I thought this movie was going to do Is the the black lead, the black main character yeah. was I was super pumped on him being like the first one that's like, I am fucking out of here. My dad was a pastor. I know exorcisms. Yeah. I know that this shit is bad news bears. Yeah. And he not only escapes but tries to take someone with him. And yeah. like is willing to like help them get out as well. And I feel like if them two would have escaped right out the gate, I might have enjoyed this movie a little bit better. Because I just don't also you don't understand what happens to that girl. Everything that happens to her is completely off screen, never mentioned, never talked about. You don't see who did it, what did it, how it happened. To which girl? The girl that, ha- the girl that gets dropped on his car. She just oh, yeah. vanishes in the thin air, and then 20, 30 minutes later gets dropped on a car, which doesn't make sense to anything that has happened in this movie
0: at all. But if you, if you remember, when they see it in the mirror, yeah, it's her face pushed up against it. So it's like it tells you, hey... Something's gonna happen. I guess like you were just saying you don't see it happen. Yeah.
1: But also like that entity never yeah. really did any killing. It possessed. Yeah. So like I would rather have it seen like even the, like it's even like at John the, Kramer. Yeah. Even at the end though, it's like you see it they'd be, like pissed off. Yeah. And you're like, and then it like vanishes into yeah. like. Well we you could have fucking did more of that. I feel like you could have done more. Or at least shown that like, like when they did the evil dead camera. Like, when it escapes oh, yeah. Yeah. from the uh, crematorium. Yeah. Like, I was okay with that. Like, right. I was like, oh, fuck, yeah, they're picking up on things that were put down already. And, like, that camera is really cool. It's that POV quick-moving shit. Yeah. Like, I'm okay with all of that. I am, mean, I, I, I love that. I thought that this one did it in a manner of, like, what the movie was and, like, how, like, it followed the seance to where it came from to then it going into the room of people and getting somebody. Like, I was so cool with that. I was like... This is all making sense. And of course it possesses the girl from night of the living dead. So I want to correct myself real quick. Cause I am pretty sure on night of the demon or on demons, I said that this was that girl. I was wrong. The punk rock girl in that movie was not Diane Quigley or Linnea Quigley. Linnea Quigley. I'm sorry. I misinformed you guys. This is the girl from night of the living dead that I was talking about. Or, uh, what was the shit we covered? Um, uh, uh, with the the zombies in the Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, Night of the Living Dead. Sorry. Uh so I I did misinform you guys on that episode. I mixed the two up based on talks with Courtney. Uh, what was who? it Return of the Living Dead? Return of Yes, Return of the Living Dead. Thank you. Return of the Living Dead. Uh the red hair, the boobies of course because that's what she's known for, I guess. You're a boob around this one. That's <laughs> weird. That's what I'm saying, bro.
0: The lipstick?
1: Yeah, whoop, right in the nipple. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 made no fucking sense. There's a lot in this movie that doesn't make sense. Um, but I feel like like a lot of it, like it would be like moments of like pure fucking horror excitement yeah. of like you're using shit that clearly because I'm pretty sure Evil Dead predates yeah. this. I yeah. think it's 86. I do believe is when Evil Dead came out. That's just a rough guess.
0: That's like earlier than that.
1: Um, <laughs> I, I just I don't have a problem with you using elements of success.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure by this one, at least two have come out already. Yeah.
1: So, um, yes, 81 and then 87. So, two had come out. So, you're using stuff that has been successful, and I'm okay with that because it's a demon movie. So, like, and so is Evil Dead. It's a possession movie. So, you're using, like, things that you saw, like, Sam Raimi (laughs) do. Like, of course you're going to fucking copy it because it was, like, iconic. So, it 100%
0: gave me the vibes of. Demons, like mentioned before. Yeah. And Andy. Evil Dead. For sure. Those are the two movies. Yeah. While you're watching this movie, from
1: prosthetic makeup to camera shots to storyline, it gives you all of those
0: vibes. Yeah, it's just, yeah, how the demons look. That's what I'm saying, the prosthetically makeup, yeah. How it's, I not want to say transferred, but how each person gets infected, per se. Basically, yeah. Just their interaction with that person, then <coughs> brings them back as a demon as well.
1: Yeah, and also... You know, this one did something slightly different where the girls kiss and that's how it transferred, which is a first for me um, in these types of movies. Uh, for me, I can't think of anything else off the top of my head where demon possession is shared it by, his by kissing, I yeah. think of it. Um, But it was interesting because those two girls were the party setter uppers and those are the two that eventually were the two main uh, demonesses, if you will. Um, but I just, I don't know, man. I, maybe it's because those movies existed and did it so much better. I don't know, because I still, I know it going into it. I didn't know that that's what this movie was like, not copying, but using as inspiration. Um, But I feel like, you know, you you do all of that, and then the end product is what we get, I guess, is what really bummed me out. Because, you know, you have something that did so much better in comparison to it, and that sucks. Because, you know, even if I, I think, honestly, if I would have watched this in 88, I'd probably be a little bit more upset. Because of those other two it just, you know, the other movies I'm thinking of off the top of my head were, you know, within 10
0: years. I Yeah, because at that point, you're a year after the sequel to Evil Dead. Yeah, and you're also... You know, a couple it. years out from demons. Yeah, like this is the same shit. Yeah.
1: So and it's it's kinda like the when we when when the early two thousand or the nine was it the night is the nineties, right? Or two thousands when we got all those like similar cinematographies. The 90s, yeah, nineties yeah, 90s, or like late nineties, early two yeah, thousands movies like, where everything just scream looked like scream much. for yeah. a long time and they went with that. And of course, you're going to use what was successful at that time to try to make something better, but it doesn't always happen, and this is a prime example of that. And it's not a shot at the movie, even though it is. It's not like I'm saying like they shouldn't have done it. I'm just saying, you know, maybe try to put your own creativity in it a little bit more.
0: Yeah. Because yeah.
1: I don't know anything else about this director. It's the only thing I've ever heard of. I'm sure if we researched it, we would know more, but that's yeah. not what this podcast is about. Well, I
0: know there's two sequels.
1: Yeah, there. Are, I, lo- I, I kind of would watch the second one at this point.
0: So I like the Angela character. Angela is... That's one with the dark hair.
1: The main, or the second demon.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The witch. So, I liked her character. You didn't feel like
1: her dance monologue was a little too long?
0: No. I, <laughs> you honestly, enjoyed that, didn't you? I did enjoy it. You little it. freak. I did enjoy it. <laughs> She's just kidding. I I did enjoy it.
1: With, uh, what's his name? What's that fucking fat guy's name?
0: Pig? What was his name, though? It was like, ah, uh,
1: uh, damn it. Uh, it's like Scrooge or some shit.
0: Oh. What, was it Scrooge? I don't know. It wasn't like Scrooge uh, something
1: like that? The, no, pig. the uh, pig, yeah, the pig. pork
0: rock pig, yeah,
1: with the mullet and the anarchy shirt on.
0: Yeah, I like this little
1: with the nice little striped colors. Yeah, yeah.
0: I said this dude is. It's funny good though, because
1: like, what I gotta figure out his name real quick because am gonna. I I what's funny is like I did a fair amount of like looking at the names last night because there's only like five fucking people you have to remember in this movie, and yeah. of course I didn't. Um, IMDb baby, greatest app in the world. No, I'm not gonna rate this movie. Get out of here. <laughs> I'm about to, but not yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, his name was. Get the fuck out! It's not gonna pop up. Stooge. 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 We were close. Stooge. Judy was that the main girl, the heroine? Billy Probably yeah Who the fuck was in Billy Alice Wonderland Oh Billy's the douche And then Suzanne Which was Leanne Leanna Quickly Angela And Franny Oh Franny was that Asian chick Got her neck bent <sighs> Stooge Was a great character And it's funny because I feel like I probably would've Would've went out like Stooge If I was at an 80's Halloween party Single As he was Yeah like, I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't question any of his antics I don't either. or any of his like question making abilities. Yeah. Like I'm like, dude, it's the, like, as far as like personal relating to yeah. stooge, like 100%. <laughs> I just want my music. I want my alcohol and I want my women, especially like, you know, you're a single guy at an eighties Halloween party. And that's the thing though. I just want to say real quick, if you are at all into like eighties and like dance kind of like parties and like smaller groups not as big as like take me home tonight or anything like that but like this movie does a fun fucking job about that and it's like a very realistic like six people got invited to this party six people go to this party and then crazy things happen which reminded me of what was the one at the high school where they go back that we covered um you know what i'm talking about fuck you know what i'm talking yeah about. it do. reminded me of that a little bit too what was it in high school it was um it fuck. was marty well marty yeah no, what yeah. fucking marty what the fuck was that movie we covered it
0: uh
1: <laughs> it kind of gave me the vibes of that though okay, like, i can't yeah, think of the name yeah. of the movie right now but it, it's like you know a small group of close people or at least people that know each other especially from the same high school uh, that all get put in the situation. So you're not really worried about, like, added characters or, like, other people coming in once the movie paints the picture of what's going on, which is cool. Because, like, the lead-up to it, you saw multiple people in the world existing. Slaughter know. High? Yeah, Slaughter High, I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds right. At least Yeah, Slaughter High. It was not. It should have been called Slaughter High. It's something of that nature. But, yeah, yeah it reminded me of that one, too. <coughs> which I'm almost positive predates this one as well. So I would think so, yeah. Yeah, I think it was an early 80s one. Yeah. Thing. But I, you know, there's nothing wrong with it, and I guess my question to you now that I've kind of mentioned Stooge and how I related to him and what he did, uh, who, who 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 would you uh, who would you relate to the most in this movie, man? I guess that's a topic of um, questioning. I would say probably Stooge, the same. yeah, because it's really funny because he's like the bigger guy, and being that we're not the smallest guys on the planet, yeah. Um, and I was smaller in high school. Like, don't get me wrong, I wasn't yeah, like I as was chunky as I am now. Uh, my, You know, my my, my mid-20s and later just got away from me, I guess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, happens. <laughs> it happens. It happens, yeah. happens. Uh, But it's funny because, like, he's this lovable kind of, you can tell, like, he has a rough life, and he's, like, the punk, and he's, like, the, the you just know him. He's the crazy one that does the cake stand. He's yeah. the crazy one that always tries to, like, fight somebody. Everybody knows the stooge in their life. Like, everyone knows a stooge. Yeah. Stooge is, like, the the generational character. Like, no matter what generation you're watching this movie, you know a stooge. But also, he's innocent in the sense of, like, what his true intentions are. Meaning, you know what they are. Not innocent in nature, but innocent in you know it. And he gets invited to the bathroom by the hot girl who chooses him over the what would be hotter guy. Yeah. And for any bigger fella or any self conscious fella, that's hey, a moment this is it right here. of true inspiration. And I feel like they failed that scene. Like all that fucking lead up for not that much to transpire. What do you mean? Nothing happens to him. He just gets spooked in the bathroom because she you hear glass break and she's gone. He goes into the bathroom, assesses the situation, doesn't even pee, even though that was the whole reason of him being there. He really had to pee, Sometimes you gotta, we get. Sometimes you got pee you, you don't. Sometimes, <laughs> 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 Very true. Then he goes back and then eventually gets caught by Angelo. Yeah.
0: I feel like that did a disservice to my boy Stooge. So how would you have preferred that play out?
1: I don't mind it happening the same way it did, but with uh, – Le- 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 Quigley's character. I agree. I-, I feel like it was wasted on him having to go all the way back to then see the dancing going on, and then get his tongue yeah. bit off in position. It should have been him following her been, yeah. directly into the bathroom yeah. and it happening right there. Just the like room. just like how she got the other guy and like I understand that the sex appeal is what gets uh the demon the demons use these two girls in particular for the sex appeal to get their uh demon sharing to happen. Um but I feel like it's it still would have worked better if he would have gotten the bathroom and then sal's character would have still ran away and it would have been left a little bit more up to the imagination of what exactly was going on with angela's character so that that to me i just i was like why because everybody else it falls pretty much domino yeah because the douchebag boyfriend gets turned down by the innocent girl he goes then and gets caught by her too but you already know that that's gonna happen because it happened to stooge i just i don't know and then that scene where it's like you know the douchebag character uh, gets his eye eyeballs poked out. Uh, the one thing that pissed me off about that is they still did it better than Halloween Kills. I'm like, God damn, dude! Like, why can every other movie do it better than Halloween Kills did?
0: Yeah, it. And I had totally f- forgotten about that scene in Halloween Kills. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a fucking big John, little John, bud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was little John, man. A little John, what?
1: Yeah, he has got fucking eyeballs ripped out. His head split. Yeah, it but it just uh, worked better. Then Uh,
0: uh, i will admit the lipstick part was a little weird yeah yeah, it made no sense to me Mm -hmm. and for a quick moment it kind of took me out of the movie like what
1: yeah because it just doesn't make sense yeah yeah
0: because you and it's dumb for something so minor so quick to like i was like why though is it dumb though or is it personal preference
1: you know what i mean like how where do we draw that line there yeah, I mean, like I it, uh, there are so many things. I I told you what took me out of it is that the fucking black guy didn't survive. Yeah. I'm already out. <laughs> you made it a lot farther than I did. Yeah, he did. No, he did. He yes, but at
0: the I not how I wanted it to go. I got you. You know, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. not
1: I. I wanted him to get out of Dodge and not have to deal with anything else.
0: The fact that he survived though, is insane. Was okay. So we're getting towards the end now. So the point where they're using the barbed wire. Yeah. To climb up the wall? Yeah. Do you think you could do that? No. Okay. I know for 100% certainty that I could not. So no matter what was chasing you and what was happening, you couldn't do that?
1: Actually, it depends. I feel like I could, but the probability of me going back for that person depends on who they are. Okay. That's what I will say. I thought the same. Like if it's my girlfriend? Yeah. Or like somebody I love? Yeah. I'll hop back on the wall and try to get her. Yeah. I think fear-wise, I could probably get over the pain. Yeah. Because we're taller anyway. So, like, the amount of distance we have to go isn't as high as somebody else. Exactly. So, I feel like that. But I also feel like I would have gave it a valiant effort even if it was just a friend of mine. But I feel like if it was, like, my girlfriend or if it was you, like, I'm definitely going to hop back on that fence and try to get you.
0: I feel like after the first three grabs... Yeah. You can determine if I can do it or not do it. Yeah. I don't know if you're the first one. Like, Fuck. It's it, get you. Also, both your hands are super bloody. Yeah. Super slippery situation. After that third one, like, hmm. <laughs> Where am I at right now? Yeah. I, should, what should I do? Yeah, Can I, can I do this?
1: <laughs> Which, you do get a second to think about it because you're already free. Like, you're sure. over the wall. Clear. Like, you're clear <laughs> of it. Yeah. Hmm, I don't know. Is this person worth it? You know?
0: That and, girl would not have been. And for a second, you're thinking, dang, he's not coming back for her.
1: I thought she was done, though, dude. I thought yeah. the
0: final girl got got. I thought he was just fucking running down the street. <laughs>
1: <laughs> My dad warned me about this.
0: And he comes back, and he pulls her over.
1: Maybe he, like, you know, got some leaves, dried his hands off a little, got the blood yeah. off.
0: Maybe went to the water hose. To kind
1: of <laughs> also, plot it. hole, how did he get back up the wall so easily on the
0: other side? No eh, idea. You know, No idea. we'll just leave that to the imagination. Or maybe that... There's was time. like a hill, it wasn't as high. Maybe that time of him being gone was him trying to get back over.
1: Yeah, but then again, like how? That other side would have been pretty smooth. I don't think the barbed wire would have been on the other side. That's the only reason they were able to escape on the other side. Maybe there's like a hill that have made it super short. Maybe the wall's not as tall on the outside because you're not trying to keep people out, trying to keep people in, blah, blah, blah.
0: That could be. Yeah, who knows? I honestly... We don't know because the movie doesn't tell us. Yeah, well, he's back. <laughs> deal with it.
1: Also, Sal's character uh, dies being a hero, I did like that because he was a douchebag from the get-go. Yeah, so you liked
0: his character. I did.
1: He gets yeeted off the building. Thank you. And uh, I I was shocked. I was shocked. Yeah, it's a while since I snuck in a yeet. Uh, I was shocked that he did get the uh, rhubarb through the body or the the metal through the body, and then his tombstone was accurate. That was kind of crazy. But, you know, and it's like when everybody turns into the demons – I don't understand how some turn it on and turn it off. I'll leave that to the imagination of the beholder. Because, um, like, the one girl would, like, look old and, like, crazy dead, and then she wouldn't. And she was the only one that pulled that off that was able to do that. Uh, yeah. Because the stooge and Angela's character just were fully possessed the entire time. Yeah. And then also the guy that got his arm ripped off and the Asian lady that were banging in the coffin, also super cool. Um, I I would. Uh, well, Actually, let me ask you that. Would you Would you have sex in a coffin?
0: Oh, boy. Well, the top is open, obviously. Yeah, you don't have to close it. That's way okay. too close. Yeah,
1: Yes. Yeah, cool. Though. Top open. Same same scenario. Girl on top, top open. Your girlfriend. You love each other. Yeah. She's into it. You're into it. No uh, convincing needing to happen.
0: No. No? No. I don't think I would have her on top. You would be on top?
1: Because in my... Bury her into the casket? It, <laughs>
0: <laughs> in my mind, my biggest fear would be... <laughs> Her, like, either hopping off, getting snatched off, <laughs> and someone shutting that fucking coffin. Yeah, but I
1: mean, even if you're on top, then, the same thing and could then happen. I'd
0: die of a heart attack.
1: That's fine. If I really I, no, if
0: I'm on top, I think
1: we're good. I'm just going to fucking knock it on the ground or something. But <laughs> yeah, but good. all right. But here's the one thing I will say is like, if you're on top, you're not thinking about what's going on around you, dude. Very true. You know what I mean? Very like, true. you know, we both, we're adults here. Yeah. We're both I feel in a like, situation. But I feel like but if,
0: if she's on top, I'm
1: like, I couldn't be yeah, into Yeah but it. think about it She's on top right You just have to stay Just enough into it To get the job done But also you got The fucking vantage point bro You can see everything That's going around In the for- in the background, bro I don't trust it And worse comes to worse Great <laughs> And you can close that thing On yourself for all that matters Keep yourself safe Depending on how in love You are in that situation But she gets her neck bent I'm definitely
0: not Going to close it on myself <laughs> <laughs> Dude I will I'll fucking hold that thing tight So I'm not getting possessed No. Yeah dolphins are safety in my opinion I can just feel it Not being able to be open again uh, But your claustrophobia Gets the best of you Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. I'm in, then I'm in the fucking You ground. have a heart attack
1: Yeah You have a heart attack You're still not possessed
0: You just die Of natural causes That's true Nah I can't do it <sighs> Unless that's
1: Exactly Jesus. how I want it Yeah That's true I was just wondering if you could I am just asking like n- n- like take out Night of the Demons. Could you have no. intercourse in a coffin? This opportunity presents itself. There's a coffin and the love of your life. Could you do it? No demons, no death. Just coffin.
0: No demons. No death. Just coffin. Yeah, full on top of that.
1: I don't care. I'm just saying the actual on, act of on, having sex in it. a coffin. Yeah, I do it. But it's not something you would like put on a kink list. Yeah, I'm not. That's not something you would, like, request?
0: No. (laughs) If I think of a top 100 things (laughs) I want to do, it would not be on the list at all. Really? Yeah. (sighs) Yeah, I'm not trying to, like, fucking funeral homes or anything like that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no.
1: That's weird, man. That's weird. That's totally weird. Uh, um, Yeah, she gets her neck bent, and then he gets his arm uh, smashed off by Stooge. And he somehow, but when they both pop out of the cat, it, it bummed me out. Cause they just, they just look like the actors and the actress, like throughout the rest of the movie. And the, the dude that gets his arm knocked off just looks like a tired actor. Just, yeah. He's just uh, there. <laughs> <laughs> Even in the epic scene of the girl trying to escape. Yeah. Like they pan to all the demons and he's just, uh, <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> I'm still in this fucking movie. Like in <laughs> Shaun of the Dead where they fake the zombies, yeah. you know, it's like a similar concept to me but it wasn't meant to be. It was meant to be that he was yeah. a demon and was fully possessed. Um so yeah, you have the you have like different highs and lows of this movie. I didn't get scared a single time. No. We are both high consumers of horror though. So like the scared aspect doesn't really work for us anymore unless it's like a newer one that we haven't seen as far as like actual jumps. Um I feel like there's been you know Hell House LLC origins for you. Um Carmichael Manor, um, <laughs> <laughs> which is still the highlight of my life with you, um, that I got to see you be nervous in a movie. Some of these fucking clowns. Those fucking clowns, man. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, you have this You have this one little bit of a scene that happens in the, the basement that didn't be needed. It didn't be needed. Jesus, Josh. It wasn't needed at all. I feel like it was a waste of time. Because I feel like if you're going to have that, the one thing that I was thinking, and, and tell me if you were thinking the same thing, I thought you had to trap them in there. In order for it to end, I kind of like, of course, you can say the Halloween night thing because it's the veil between both worlds is the thinnest that ever is. Yeah. I get that. That's fine and dandy. But I feel like you should have almost had to trap because that's where he came from, that's where he originated from. Yeah. So I feel like if you would have trapped them or like burned them from the gas from the crematorium, it would have worked. Uh, but that was just more or less a weapon of choice And something cool that she did Because the lighter came back into play From earlier in the movie Like I get that Yeah but. I
0: agree So I also wasn't a fan of the aspect that just You know I guess you're still alive Yeah And now it's not it's Halloween done. It's anymore. not Halloween anymore nope, all right. over. I yes, yeah. we're done
1: I guess the gate opens back up I don't know Yeah that was weird
0: Yeah it was, it was definitely like a, I guess my thought is do they come back? Every Halloween. Like, night Halloween? Yeah. I'm sure. I'm, I'm or do pre- you have to summon them? I'm pretty sure I saw that Angela is in part two.
1: Oh, okay. Okay.
0: Which then makes less sense to me.
1: Because she wasn't even the original possessed.
0: Yeah. it was. So, so why you? I mean, she's so fucking special? She broke out them dance moves, bro. And guys like you just, whoo, fully sent it. Like, you know what? i'm bringing her back in the next one i'm bringing her back
1: i feel like she's a she probably is more of the better actress of the two i would yeah it. yeah that could literally be the reason Yeah, that's all of this yeah you can act you're okay go away. you put lipstick in your nipple we're, yeah. we're done with you yeah, we're, that was all done. improv like that was the magic trick that she knew and the cameraman's <laughs> like fuck i guess we're keeping it because that shit just happened <laughs> <laughs> it's like It's <laughs> like uh, in Hell House When the guy can really Pop his eye out oh, yeah, It's like yeah, the same yeah. thing Yeah Like she can make shit Disappear in her nipple And they're like Hired We need you For this <laughs> specific scene Right here Won't make any sense But the fans are gonna love it <laughs> That was good <laughs> um, Yeah And then uh, Ultimately uh, I guess If you guys can't tell um, The girl Alice and That's not her name but she was dressed as Alice yeah. <laughs> Alice in Wonderland and the pirate escape and they get to see the demons turn to fog on November 1st. And uh, you you now know that, like Halloween, as long as you make it past Halloween night, you'll be okay. You're good. You know? So keep that in mind. If anything crazy happens to you on uh, October 31st, any year, fight that shit through until dawn. All right? Just stay alive. Stay alive until dawn. You'll be fine. Um, there's probably a plethora of things that we're missing. Is there anything that we missed that you wanted to bring up or mention?
0: Um, just the very end.
1: Okay. What about it?
0: With the old man and eating the apple pie. Yeah. Oh, so dude, it, I deleted that shit so out of my head. Yeah. It, go it ahead. makes no fucking sense. No. Paint the picture for the fans though. All right. So early in the movie, when the guy is pranked, you see him holding an apple. Yep. And like a pack of razors. Yep. You find out, that like the urban legend, he's putting raisins and candy and apples treat. and stuff. Yeah. Yep. In the movie, his wife, who obviously you can tell wanted him dead for some reason, because he's another. probably grouchy as fuck. Very grouchy. May say homemade apple pie.
1: Yes, which means she had to cut said apples. Yeah, so up she was be fully aware
0: the they were in there. <coughs> she asked him how it is. Yeah, it's okay. She goes, oh. He used to love my apple pies Yeah My homemade apple pies Homemade And then Clisten's head Homemade Apple And then you <gasps> see the best To me the best kill in the movie <laughs> The fucking razor you Start getting, to just See it all in his throat Yeah And it just starts pouring out Yeah And then he Hits the table She stands there like Got his ass <laughs> yeah,
1: Literally Like she knew it
0: Yeah And then we're done
1: Okay Two questions. Yeah. One, was she aware of the razor blades? 100%. Two, how did he not feel them while he was eating a soft apple pie? Have you ever eaten an apple pie? I have. There's a, it's a soft consistency. Yeah.
0: Also, You would feel you metal. Would, you'd also probably see it as you're cutting the pie. Uh, For sure. So,
1: so we're made to believe. Movie magic. We're made to believe that she shredded these razor blades up fine enough to where he ate them. They re coagulated, rebuilt themselves in his esophagus. And then he he then was able to, to consciously realize,
0: oh shit, I ate the
1: razor blade apples that I created for the
0: kids for trick-or-treating, I guess. Can I think, what is it, Halloween 2? Yes. The kid fucking bites into it and it's just in his mouth. Yeah. So how would you have taken apple pie? Yeah. Put it in your mouth. Yeah. Start to chew. Swallow a couple bites. And the race was not in your mouth.
1: Yeah. Also, you swallowed it, felt no pain until you realized it was the realization well, of like, what? wait, I put razor blades in these apples and I ate an apple pie made by my wife who clearly hates my fucking guts. 100%. It's, it's you know, it seems very shared, the hatred of each other. But then, but then like Jake says, it's like it turns, like starts ripping his throat open. Yeah. It's a great practical. The kill. blaze I like mean, I want out. Yeah, it's like and then he just falls down on his plate. She just walks up to him, gives him a smooch on the head, and that's the end of the movie. And you're just sitting back, like I know that's how it it began. So like maybe that's how they felt like it had to end. Whatever, I'm not so mad about that part. If I'll I'll been okay if I had never seen that character again. Here's the thing. I didn't realize that it was razor blades, all right, because I wasn't staring at the packaging in yeah. his hand, so I thought they went cobweb on this shit. I thought it was, like, rat poison that uh. was, like, melting out his esophagus, and I was like, that wait, makes wait, sense. Wait, it looks, yeah. And then I see the razor blades, and I'm like, this fucking shit, like, what the hell? Like, it would have made way more sense if it was, like, a poisonous rat poison, Yeah, because you don't see it, you don't taste it, you eat the pie, yeah. and it melts out your throat and you die. Like, I would have been fine with that, but the fact that they chose razor, bla- razor blades, which is a typical trope in halloween and like halloween movies halloween style movies so i understand why they did it i'm not questioning why i just felt like the the final product was questionable at best it wasn't either. and then it's literally roll roll credit scenes of none of the actors and actresses i I guess that happened in the beginning in the really long part because this was like production design one and i was like oh shit i can turn this off right now like there's no gonna be no post credit scenes (laughs) nothing like that All right, so we got through it. It was a fun movie to talk about. Yeah, but overall, on a scale from one to ten, what do you rate "Night of the Demons" from nineteen
0: eighty eight? On a scale from one to ten, yes, sir. "Night of the Demons" is a six and a half. Oh wow! Okay. Yes, I feel like it's obviously better than the average movie. Okay. Is it something I'll watch again? Yes, it is.
1: Oh, okay. We finally got but the answer. We were all looking it's for. It's one the of
0: those movies, though, that I would put into the watching a group setting. Yeah,
1: watch it for fun. Watch it in a group. Watch I'm not it on watching Halloween that shit alone. Yeah, I'll, I'll October. It, yeah, more yeah. October. Friends yeah. over. Yeah. Watch it. have Drinks. A time. J yeah. squared. Yeah. J squared parties. We're gonna throw a night of the demons. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. You guys come on out. All right. What about you? I'm going five and a half. Okay. I agree it's it's not below average, but yeah. it's just barely above average for I me. I don't I go you. a full point above average for me. Uh and it's really just because I love Demons so much, and a lot of the other movies that I felt were troped into this or like included in this. So for those reasons alone and the the final product we got just didn't do it for me. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty
0: sure Demons and obviously Evil Dead that be covered I've both ranked. Way higher. higher. Yeah. So I'm not questioning your ranking yeah, at all. This is like just I hate to say it, but the lower version it is yeah. of those
1: pictures. Yeah, it is it's the lower it's the lower version it's the the rush uh, almost rushed post those movies it felt like Um, and I just you know like he said I would definitely watch it in a group setting if we ever did like a live you know podcast night or something it would definitely be one I would definitely throw up in the yeah. ring to yeah. be watched with a group of people Uh, but yeah it's just not it's not my cup of tea I can understand why certain people like it and honestly we're both in our 30s so we didn't see this movie when it came out So if you are one of the uh, many of our fans that could have potentially seen this come out, comment down below why you love this movie so much, and we'll definitely read it out next week on the podcast Um, just so that our fans can hear other people's uh, reasonings behind this movie because obviously this is a fan-requested movie, so somebody out there loves this movie. Yeah. Um, And (coughs) (coughs) – excuse me. Um, Yeah, it is what it is. It's not a bad movie. It was actually a lot of fun to talk about. I'm happy we didn't – shoot the shit too much before this episode because that would have ruined it um yeah it would yeah fuck yeah um i will say we have no fucking clue what we're covering next week um we'll figure it out i think we're going to take a, a small little break from the fan requests right now we've been getting some in uh but we just got to try to organize that uh to be the best that you guys can enjoy yeah so it's not constantly this random array of uh movies that we've been doing um to those of you that listened to last week's episode thank you so much uh, that was that was a, a little bit better than I anticipated. We kind of went on a wild ride there. So anybody that stuck <laughs> through last week's episode, thank you so much. Yeah, if you liked this regular podcast. Yeah, you would have you enjoyed that one. <laughs> so if you got through this one and you're wondering what shooting the shit sounds like, go back to <laughs> Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, it, was, it was crazy. I talked about Wendy's for like 10 minutes. Um, yeah, we have no idea, but we will definitely let you guys know. And if not, you'll know next Thursday what we're going to be covering. Yeah um as always a humongous shout out to all of our main supporters jeff balance who does all of our design work i'm actually going to show jake our newest design that just dropped today um right now for the first time ever jake is going to look at it so if you're watching on youtube you can see him react oh shit to this newest design that i just had perfected by jeff balance this was supposed to be your christmas present Will you do that on a sweatshirt? I don't know or? what we're going to do it on yet, but this was going to be your Christmas present oh, right here. I um, you guys will have to wait around. It's right here on my screen, but you can't see it through my phone. <laughs> uh, what do you think, man? I love it.
0: Pretty fucking rad, I right? I want that as my um, background now. I'm going to send it to you. Yeah. But
1: that that yeah. was your, your Christmas present. I love that. And the fans might get to see it they might not i don't know i haven't made up my mind yet this is something that is the uh, the complete identity of the j squared horror podcast uh it's how we became friends it's it's what we built our entire identity on drinking talking horror and podcasting uh it's a super rad design if we decide to drop it keep an eye out on our instagram like jake mentioned earlier it is
0: We, we should get that on the tumblr we should
1: it is what's our instagram j-squared horror podcast <laughs> <laughs> if we release that it's going to be on our j-squared horror podcast uh it might be on the website one day who knows it might be on Tumblr's that are going to be available at the tidewater horror convention this year be there uh we're going to have some merchandise for the first time ever in a convention this year uh so we're super excited about that we're just trying to get everything buttoned up a humongous shout out to lucky Riggs who does our intro and our outro music you guys hear it every week if you stick around to the end uh that is the super cool one that he did for us that's kind of uh huey lewis and the newsy uh it's a lot of fun Lucky Riggs knocked it out of the park. Jeff Balance always knocks it out of the park. Big shout-out to all you guys that support us. A humongous shout-out to Jake, being the world's greatest co-host I could ask for. Thank you. I say co-host, but you all know he's just as equal as me on this podcast. He is my host with the most, and our fans (laughs) love him. Uh, If anything, I should be the co-host, honestly. Um, Our fans love him. If you guys love Jake, let us know in the comments down below why you love him, how beautiful he is, and all of those things (laughs) right there. Jake, is there anything you want to mention before we sign off tonight? Um...
0: Just of then, I love that. The new, the new design is amazing. The new design is great. Yeah, yep. Also want to say thank you for you guys who went out and started either sharing or watching our Hell House episode. Yes, where's it at? Carmichael that? Manor 982. All right, guys. We, so we're 18, 18 away. away.
1: 18 away from 1,000. We'd love to see that at 1,000. So after you finish this episode, go back and watch Carmichael Manor. Share it with your friends. Share this episode with your friends. Uh, we're just trying to get out there in front of everybody, man. We have a really good time doing this podcast. Yeah, we do. Uh you know, what's better than drinking and talking horror, guys? Nothing. Tell me. If you know tell let me us right know. now. If you know what's better than drinking and talking horror, let us know down below. If you would rather an information based podcast, let us know down below. We'll tell you to kindly see your way out.
0: Yeah, we'll tell you where to go.
1: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is the J Squared Horror Podcast. My name's Josh. And I'm Jake. Have a great week. And remember, it's hip to b squared.